welcome to this edition of The Higher Estate. We are really lucky to have an amazing human here today. And I call him a human because he's beyond a person now. You know, people are, are assholes. I'll start with that. I'm not going to swear a lot today, mom, I promise you. But humans, you know, you attain the level of human. It's like you're just a human in the world, you know, and that means we're all, you know, we're all the same and we're all equal. Um, and, uh, and we have an amazing human here today. His name is Mark Winter, and uh, he's going to talk to us about the Cannabis Relief Council, what he started. We're going to talk about his, his journey into the cannabis world. It's a little bit of a switch from where we've been in the last, uh, I don't know, the last couple of episodes, three, four episodes. Episodes. We were talking about women in cannabis and then we went into the community and today we're going back to the patient and we're going back to the advocate and to the, you know, the, 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 the I was going to say the nuts. <laughs> no, what do you say? The that's nuts at least a nickel. I think that's right. a nickel. No, Anybody that's work with me? Word. I don't know. We're going back to the meat of what we do. And we're, uh, we're bridging those gaps. We're talking, we're bridging the gap. And I know you talk about it as well, uh, between, um, the medical world and the lifestyle world. Just a couple house cleaning or housekeeping, housekeeping. I am horrible with words today, people. A couple house cleaning. If you're not a vacuum, come on over. Um, I try. You know, I do. I, I vacuum. I don't mind vacuuming. It's therapeutic a little bit. But anyways, um, I am sick again. I was healthy for maybe two weeks. Uh, and, and now I'm back onto being ill again. I, I don't know what it is. I'm, uh, my, I feel like my immune system is, is shutting down on me and I'm trying all things to get over it, but I don't know. It could just be the nights and the days and the days and the nights. Uh, so a couple of housekeeping issues, things first, check out cannabis retreats. It's coming to Toronto, Hockley Valley, um, August 31st to September 4th. Five-day, all-inclusive. Check it out. Cannabis retreats. It's going to be really awesome. You get care certified through it. I'll be there. Amy Anonymous is going to be there teaching the extractions. Tyler May is going to be there doing the growing parts. Um, <clears throat> we've got great people. Abby Roach is going to be there as well. Um, and uh, we've got great sponsors. Tilray and uh, uh, Solis and canopy and uh it's going to be an a man we have like and molly is going to be there they're you know doing meditation and and cannabis and sexuality uh there's going to be a lot of meditation a lot of sitting in ceremony but it's also going to be a lot of you know free time and uh learning about cannabis and you're going to get care certified it's going to be really awesome and uh and even if you don't come to the whole thing <clears throat> um there is a party day which uh saw that on your post which, yeah. yeah well there'll be one day that's just going to be a cannabis like canna party um and uh it's going to be awesome so check that out uh other housekeeping thing bobbers. i don't know i can't i think that's it i don't know that's just the major issue and excuse me for being sick again i don't know oh i came back from florida i got a tattoo new tattoo can we here we show that ouch oh, is that recording yeah all right here new tattoo right here Okay, it's peeling right now. You know, we go to... Wow. Ooh, that's pretty cool. It's peeling, but anyway. Do tell. Do tell the... So that, I mean, that's a sugar skull. Uh, I tend to go to Mexico quite often. And uh, um, my wife and I both got... We tend to get... It's interesting. We get matching tattoos always. Oh. But nothing that ever has 
has our names on it. So it can always be generic. You know, but it's like, hey, what's that? Yeah, they're matching. You may see two of them around the world. But anyways, yeah, so uh, we, we, uh, we go to Mexico a lot. And uh, we have a lot of commemorative things that happen there. So that was our uh, one of our little symbols towards uh, our adventures. Um, anyway, so let's get started. Mark, I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on. Les, and thank you so much for the opportunity, and Team SYS, thank you for all you do. Thank you. It's, well, been, it's really. been inspiring. As I said to Tyler, when I think I first met you at a show, or at least I, I'm 99% sure because I'm, it's just deja vu seeing it, but I was in such pain, I think about two years ago when I was starting to go to the shows to get more information to look at either investing in the industry and how I can connect, learn, share, and educate and inspire not only for myself but also other people that i've helped along the way as an instructor and a wellness practitioner in a broad spectrum just keeping that from a martial arts mindfulness and i remember then when i joined you on instagram and then met tyler through a student i'm like i met i i know i know the doctor but i didn't have the uh energy to come and talk to you I had a cane i was in so much pain just walking to the show for anybody is challenging but to do it with uh i have hip impingement which started about three years ago how did that happen you've well, been doing well, let's let's yeah. go back first i love your socks by the oh way. yeah i think just in case i look too conservative i was yeah. gonna wear the suit yeah, and tie no, it's good I, you look i want, i'm not as conservative yeah. <laughs> as it seems to be love those yes. socks no but that's that's like that's the key too you know it's so important to recognize that just because not to judge somebody based on their appearance yeah certainly we we all have you know we all come into something or we see somebody we come in with with our confirmation bias right and that's you know the way that we've been brought up to see the world and so i'll look at you and i'll be like oh no straight up no all this stuff but then you then you get to know somebody and i think that's the key is getting to know somebody so let's get to know you where'd you where'd you come from like i'll tell you you're like you're you're north of barry yeah, Horseshoe Valley. So I'm just outside Horseshoe Valley. I grew up skiing uh, Horseshoe. Yeah, so we're between the two, uh, Snow Valley and Horseshoe Valley. Two beautiful daughters, uh, 17 and 23. Beautiful wife as well. We've lived up there for, gosh, 26 years. So it's just a good way to connect, enjoy, and also, I think, good education and good people as a general overview. Not to say there's not good people in downtown Toronto, but we wanted to raise two kids. We wanted to do it where we could go mountain biking. We could go totally snowshoeing. Agree. We could go cross-country skiing. We could do it all from our backyard. That's amazing. We're surrounded by the forestry. So as you can see by my post, yeah. a lot of my teaching, my classes, I have a little home dojo in my house, but I teach a lot outside. We go out into the by the pond. How by long the have lake. you been in martial arts for, by the way? I'm on my 37th year. So and I saw you working with the nunchucka. You were doing like this... You were doing this whole thing, and you didn't hit yourself in the whoo. Thank goodness. In the, and, or the head. Thank I goodness. remember when I was, I used to try, man, no good. Well, it's funny you said that, because that's the first time I'd ever shown the nunchaka pretty much ever. Really? Because it's, so, it's such a deadly weapon. It was a real nunchaka, so you get hit by it, it could seriously, seriously. That'll crack something. Yeah. Um, and the speed which I'm going with, it can be very dangerous. So I've only used it occasionally, but I was inspired that day, because I wanted to share and try and change the stigma so i thought you know what i've shown a sticks knives boken different swords and weapons i thought the nunchuck is something that you don't see very often no and you certainly it's hard to use very much so and you certainly don't see it in regards to a cannabis educator somebody right. that wants to um, 
dispel the myth. So I, I, I don't like to show off in a sense of uh, the negative part of the, the, the violent aspect of martial arts or the martial arts part, but it's more of the flow. I always say that uh, pain is not a choice, suffering is. So through mindfulness, I've taught for many, many years how to reduce pain, whether it be mental, physical, or spiritual, emotional, through mindfulness. And that's where I felt like I was your brother right away because I believe one of your key words is mindful consumption. Mindful and I'm like, consumption. holy that's moly, it. that is exactly what I've been... Holy I moly. Put, I didn't put it to words. What, do I have to put no, moly isn't a bad word. That's <laughs> Thanks, good. Thanks, Mom. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so... I was so excited yeah. to be able to start to post and share, and it was so exciting when I did the previous post. I dropped the cane in the water. At the very last yeah. technique, it went whoop and into the water. My wife and students said, put it on. One of my top students, he's like, oh, no, don't put it on. That shows you bad sense. It's funny. Right. I'm laughing. I think this is great. And maybe if it's so what, negative or positive, if it gets somebody to, to move. To move. Yes. Yes, and okay. this is something that I want to do. I don't yes. care about embarrassing myself. My goodness, I'm a sales professional. If I worried right. about that, I wouldn't walk into the next uh, appointment. You know, it's it's interesting you talk about movement. I want to get back to how you came into the cannabis world, but let's let's just talk about this movement thing. And you come from traditional martial arts. It's like Very almost so. traditional karate. Is what Very it, much so. And I think you understand the difference. Uh, you spoke about uh, Joe Rogan that's and right. Diaz, <clears throat> incredible athletes. And I respect people of that end of the, um, the martial arts world, not to put it down or put myself down, but traditional martial arts, it was always very hard to come out of the closet because right. where's your discipline? Where's right. your... That's right. I started off in Shotokan. So you know, when very I was, traditional. I started when I was seven years old. Oh my goodness. Okinawan, and, very yeah, traditional. Okinawan martial arts. You wouldn't hear it. For, or karate. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't for, hear a sensei come out and go, no. yes, I smoke medical cannabis or right. I use medical cannabis. No, not so, at all. I was always excited to be in the position I am now at 54 years young to say to people, well, you, you know good. what? Your hair's on point. Yes, sir. Well, I am Irish. So uh, another, another reason <laughs> it, why it I don't drink. Good. Another Listen, reason why I don't drink. I Look got, out. I got right. <laughs> I don't, fair enough. Um, but I got my hair cut yesterday, you know. Looking it's sharp, on, Doc. Looking point, sharp. A little bit. Tyler liked it. It'll never be like where Tyler's. No, he's got it. I mean, we can all. Yeah, he's, he's got, got too much. I feel like I had too much when I was 15. I was super happy with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm stuck with like this hairline thing. I've always had this bald spot story about the bald spot when i was born hey listen you know that post that i said i broke my neck my back the whole thing okay it started at birth for me so i was born with um, a prolapsed cord meaning the cord was wrapped around my neck and my head came out first or no my legs came out first so i was like being hung and uh and i was born with pneumonia and a collapsed lung yeah i started from birth man <laughs> there was there was no getting around this so <clears throat> but i was so fidgety so i lived you know, uh, who was sure that was going to happen, at least from the stories I hear. I don't remember, you know. Um, so from the stories I hear, um, they weren't certain what was going to happen. But either way, I was so hyper in like while in the crib and stuff. And I kept pulling out all the IVs, you know, whether it was my umbilical IV, at least this is what they tell me. They put the IV in my head and then strapped my arms down. For two months, I was in an incubator. <clears throat> and I was never the same. I blame the hypoxic brain injury on the ADD So today. we must be brothers. I was in an incubator for a while in the really? very beginning as well. There you go. 
and uh, the fact that you talk about movement again it just there's, there's so much synchronicity in what we both believe in and as the team believes in and that that to me is exciting because when um, you know I made that post about for the, the cane going in the water yeah. I got the most response and the most comments that I've ever had and of course one of the more exciting ones was yours to say how showing uh, I love that by being human yeah so I'm going to post a lot more of those because I do make a lot of mistakes and that's why I've been I think proficient in what I do because the more mistakes you make if you're willing to learn from them and change your input you're going to definitely get a different result we're human I mean Anybody that, you know, so much, especially in the cannabis industry right now, where you see <clears throat> not just the stigma, you see the judgment, the all eyes on you every single day. It may not be on every person, but at least on yourself, on myself, every single day. And the slightest tiny mistake is going to be called out. That, and to me, it's a, it's an issue because one, you have to be really, you have to have broad shoulders and not care so much. But two is we're human. If anybody makes like if anybody in any other part of the world in any other industry makes a mistake eh, it doesn't really matter make a mistake in the cannabis industry the world the game is over it doesn't even matter how small it is and that's the stigma and i mm -hmm. think that's one of the things we need to realize is we're all human here ain't nobody perfect and if you're perfect you know remember i used to go to synagogue when back in the day <clears throat> and uh you know, one of the rabbis used to say, if, you know, if, if the synagogue didn't let any sinners in, we'd have nobody here, right? <laughs> so it would be, it would be empty, right? So like, that's, that's the human experience. So I appreciate that. What got you into cannabis? Were you all, you've been into martial arts forever. When did you start using cannabis? Why did you start using cannabis? Can we go to the dark where you can't see my face and I'll speak in a, a hummer uh, Okay. So. so we could skip the recreational part. When did you start using it for Well, I'll go through the, the whole gauntlet. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to hear. So basically uh, with the hip impingement, which started about three years ago, I'm in sales management. So I drive a lot, obviously living in the country, coming into the city for a lot of my clients. Driving a lot, I noticed uh, after some extreme um, driving, you know, two eight-hour stuck in traffic, I started getting some serious hip pain that just wouldn't go away. So from that, it just got so bad where I kept going to the doctor. Oh yeah, you're fine, you're healthy. If you can do that type of stretching, well, I'm training and stretching every day. Can I pause you there Please. a second? Just when they see, you know, here's another, I'm, I'm going to go bring it back again when, and I bring this back to movement. We go to a doctor. I mean, I'm a doctor I'm, and I don't, not trying to put anybody down. It's not just doctors. It's people. They say, you know, you go to somebody and you be like, and they see how active you are. They say, well, if you can do that, you're fine. That people just don't understand. People deal with pain differently, but to reach your potential of what you could be doing versus how active you are is totally different, right? 100%. So, like, <laughs> excuse me. So for you, who otherwise would be running marathons, to see you working outside and doing some physical activity, not at that, you know, optimal potential, yeah. somebody else would say, oh, well, you know, that's not, you know, that's, you know, you're doing that, you're fine. It's like looking at somebody who has a heart rate of 55 and somebody who has a heart rate of resting heart rate of 78. Your starting levels are different. 100%. Right? Yeah. Sorry. Well, thank you. Just... No, thank you for saying that because that's exact. because I'm very vocal and I'm very good at asserting myself. And I really, really pushed my doctor of 27 years. Yeah. And I went to sports specialists and all that just kept, oh, you're, if you can do that. I'm like, yeah, but I do center splits every day. Of course you're seeing me, my hips moving. But trust me, it, it, it's in a lot of pain. So it took about a year and a half of, 
I just thought it was in my head. They kept just saying this and that. So it finally got to a point where they did finally find it was hip impingement. I guess it's called F. F there's a, a technical name okay. for it. So basically hip impingement. So uh, worse in my right, but it's also in my left. So by the time that happened, they thought I had uh, sciatic nerve, uh, performance muscle. Periformis. Periformis yep. muscle. So they put me on uh, everything from Lyrica to steroids to, and the doctor would say, Mark, I, I can't help you if you don't at least try these. I go, I don't do any drugs. Just give me medical cannabis. I'm sure it'll help me sleep. Put on a little bit of weight. Let me get my appetite. Because at that point, I was 28 and a half pounds underweight. Wow. I'm pretty much about where I would normally be. I think about 155. 28 and a half pounds looked like I was... 100 pounds. Yeah. So uh, once I went to the... I would look normal. Yeah, my, my doctor, <laughs> like you got broad beach, shoulders. You're wanna, a rugby player. Come on, true. he's a rugby like a player. I whale right so now. So once I got uh, <laughs> to the cannabinoid clinic, Dr. Schechter, by yeah, the way, I, he says hello, knows I, you. He I, said, I like Dr. When Schechter I checked up on you before, he goes, G just go on his podcast. I, I actually sent my mother to see him. Wow, yeah. So yeah. He, he's been great. He was the first doctor I saw. Saw many ones uh, over the last two and a half year period under his system. And uh, started seeing results right away. And then once I got... and We started on Nabilone first. It didn't work. It didn't work. It uh, caused... Drowsiness. Drowsiness. Extreme bouts of drowsiness. And I didn't like the feeling. I could feel there was a synthetic... Well, so it's so it is synthetic, but it's not the synthetic. When we think about synthetics, you think about K two spice, those kind of synthetic cannabinoids, uh, bath salts. You know, the bite your face off on the side of the street in Florida, guys. That's, <laughs> those are cannabinoids. Those, those those are synthetic. That's bath salts, actually, um, and those are CB one agonists. The goal of that synthetic, of the like, excuse me, of the bath salt is for one purpose and that's to agonize or cause an action at the cb1 receptor so much <clears throat> that it never lets go it'll never let go of this the of the uh, receptor sort sort of in the same way that cyanide doesn't let go of you know in cytochrome oxidase anyways and that whole thing and then you end up with you know and then you die um <clears throat> you the same sort of that same sort of affinity that uh you know that that like cyanide has in our body is what a bath salt has to the cb1 receptor it just agonizes it and it just grows and grows and you get higher and higher and higher you become psychotic and then you die uh so technically you can <laughs> die but those are synthetic cannabinoids those uh, okay. are not the cannabinoids we're talking about okay that is not even the synthetic cannabinoid of thc that we're talking about that synthetic like nabilone uh, Nabilone is a synthetic cannabinoid, but it's a synthetic cannabinoid that imitates the actual herbal THC. Uh, I see. It's a synthetic herbal THC is what it right, is. Right. The problem is it's just solely THC. So it doesn't have any other, and it's not whole plant. It's There's no entourage effect. No it's like an spectrum. isolate, uh, and it has purely just THC in it. So it works well for some people, but it can cause drowsiness, certainly. I actually use it. We have it on formulary in the hospitals. I oh, use okay. it in the emergency department. <clears throat> Currently, it's on back order. You can't even get it anymore, oh, uh, which okay. is kind of unfortunate. But, yeah, it can cause drowsiness. So I, I use it only in, like, very specific. Right, circumstances right. like the elderly for example 
who aren't going to vaporize or are in the hospital and they have dementia uh, and uh, and you need it for either behavioral modification or they come in and they're on a ton of medications <clears throat> and uh, and I don't want to give them Dilaudid or Oxys or Percocet or all the stuff that people are asking for and I say just try this and if it works excellent if it doesn't well it's going to go away in four hours so mm -hmm, you're going to mm -hmm. be okay anyway so that's what herbal can that's what oh, that's I what see. synthetic right it, it it is synthetic but it's synthetic herbal thc so, so it's, it's not, not the bad stuff it's not the bad stuff no. so i just found it was uh it just you know it was giving me the appetite but i didn't like those bouts like around 11 o'clock and yeah. three o'clock just feeling the way i was feeling and also just not being in control of it where it would just I'd be at the client or doing a public speaking event and all of a sudden I'd be like uh, <laughs> like nodding off Boom. very drowsy yeah. and uh, you know I'm in public speaking and motivation sales manager during my day job so you're constantly trying to project and inspire and uh, motivate by you know cr creating an ambiance to allow motivation to take place by the way we want to talk about these textiles look at he's all over that we're 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 developing um, a brand called baby elephant which is a, um, a, a cultural brand of clothing and uh, hemp-based products. Oh, but wow. where the clothing seems to be uh, um, a hard, it's tricky. Man, we can't find anybody that can produce what we want. Textiles, that means like... We're mainly drapery, bedding, and upholstering, but there is some crossover with hey, some... Anybody want to put a drape on you? It's, yeah, I mean, we, we can, can, we we can, can turn into a cape. We can work something out. <laughs> Baby elephant capes. We can fly around. <laughs> Superman. Just get high first. No. Nice. Very nice bed sheets. Bed yeah. Do a baby elephant bed sheet. I love it. I love it. Actually, that would be kind of cool. Well, there's ways to do it because I know one customer who actually, they have a store here. Well, I won't mention names, but basically they developed a, uh, a whole, you know, like... Uh, socks. So, not socks, but a whole line Apparel. of... Uh, cannabis uh cloth or cannabis uh, cloth that they produce themselves and hemp it, it'll sell like hemp i'm not sure if it was hemp or just as much it was just the the logos and the branding oh, okay. right because it's obviously very big right now yeah people yeah. want to make up uh clothing everybody with wants to be the, uh, cannabis leaves on it yeah for yeah. sure okay so let's go back we're talking hey i'm the one staying on track today <laughs> this is like it's a good thing thank you uh i appreciate Take a bow, take a bow. I just don't want everything. And very little ahead. swearing. Thank you, mom, to yes, both moms. That's right. My mom as well be really happy with that. Um, so, oh, so we shit. went. So then I got it with the with the I doctor. Forgot with, where we were through the can cannabis clinic. Then after right. the album, yeah, yeah. they started me on a, a low dose of THC. Um, a small amount. I kept pushing at that time, not as knowledgeable as I am now, uh, high THC, high THC. As I got to know more, I was always active and trying to access the CBD. So I'd done the research and I said to the doctor, can we go out of province? At that time, two years ago, they didn't like you to go out of province. I said, uh, there's a company, Aurora, they've got the highest CBD strain and that's what the research is telling me I believe I can get the most benefit from. And then once they brought in the CBD oil, I started microdosing it with back in December because technically you can't drive on it. I was worried about how it would affect me the next day. CBD, you're fine to drive as long as it you know, doesn't have THC in it. Well, because some of them has a, a I think they point, still have like two point zero six. Yeah. So I know it's mild. So I started microdosing with it over the holidays, and I started seeing the results. Really. Only one milliliter a day, 
you know, the one vial or the yeah. one, one amount, I, I was yeah. just, I was training more when I get the spikes of, of pain. It didn't last as long. It wasn't as severe. Um, you know, hadn't used a cane since probably December. So when I walk at some of these trade shows where I go and visit clients, by the time I walk, you know, half a kilometer, kilometer, I was having some severe pain issues. Really? And it's so, your femoral nerve. You have femoral nerve impingement? Is that what it is? Do you know? Something like that. Anyways. Yeah. All right. I, have to, I have to go through it because yeah, yeah. learning and researching is something I would love to talk to you about and looking at how I sure. can uh, learn more because they spend very little time with you. The last couple doctors were pretty good, but even then... Who spends little time? You haven't come to Synergy. Yes. Well, this is it because you you're, you're trying spend to grasp as you're like what they're telling hours you. Hours with people. Well, this is what I, I, I hear. People get annoyed coming here because we spend too much time with them and they're like, yeah. I got to go, I got to go. We're like, no, no. Well, yeah. it's all about an education and empowerment. So yeah, that's why I find with the CBD, it's been a game changer. My weight has just been uh, creeping back up. I've been able to train a bit more harder. I'm actually going on mountain bike rides now. Really? Not, okay, not up the mountain, but you know, little, little, little hills and just uh, being more active. Because as you said quite well, movement is the key. And I've always known that, but I never wanted to go against the doctor's orders because at that time they're like, oh no, you should stop all the contact. You should stop this. And when I saw your post, I I was so blessed. I was, I, you can I was, swear. So, I was so friggin' inspired. Friggin' doesn't count. Doesn't it? <laughs> it you know, shoot, shoot, I was so inspired right, because in I had no idea. You know, you never know what right. stories are behind. And I thought, wow, you know what? As I get to know you and, and develop and learn, this is where I want to start getting back into more of the activities. But even though I know when I do a little bit of kickboxing, as an example, even light bag work, the next day, I'm I'm in quite a bit of pain. So the problem with and it's not like uh, you don't have a labral tear. You've had MRIs and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know the problem with femoral, like with nerve impingement, is that it gets caught around the uh, around the bone, and uh, and the treatment is it's very it's very painful. Then they can't do so no surgery, right? They're not going to release it or anything like that. Yeah, so <clears throat> activity for you can cause pain. The, the problem is you've got to get to the end point. The end point is the activity. And, you know, like I said in that post, and this is what I firmly believe, and we actually know it. If you Even in the updated pain guidelines, <clears throat> the true treatment of pain is activity. That's the number one therapy is, is activity. Whether And they even put yoga in there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it doesn't have to be running. Runners tend to get these things. Um, but, uh, normally like martial artists end up with torn labrums, like in their hip, mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, it doesn't have to be running, but, but it has to be something mm -hmm. and it, it has to be dedicated physical activity. People come in and they say, I walk, I walk a lot during the day. That's not dedicated physical activity. That's your normal daily life. Yep. That's your daily task. That's not going to change how you feel. Physical activity that's dedicated for physical activity is going to change how you feel. But it's not right away. Mm -hmm. You know that. And that's mm -hmm. probably what brought you to cannabis, you know, or as you've sort of said, you know, and cannabis isn't the, isn't the answer. Cannabis just helps you get to the end point, Correct. which is functional outcome. Yeah, part of the right? puzzle, yeah. So what brought you to, uh, 
So you go see Dr. Schechter. He uh, starts you on Nabilone. doesn't really work out, but you come back and you start out with, you know, medical cannabis. Yeah. This is your journey. This is good. People need yeah. to know about the journey. And this is, I think, one of the funniest things I must say is, you know, I'm right away like, you know, uh, high THC because I thought, you know, whatever I was smoking before would have been whatever percentage of THC, thinking that it was mostly the THC where I'm going to get the benefit. Now I'm at a point where I use basically mostly the oils, whether it be the CBD I use every day, and then indica at nighttime if I need a little extra for sleep. But since I've been on the CBD with the one milliliter, I very rarely do I even one need... One milliliter a day. That's, that's it. it. That's it. All at one time. No, I take like a little bit when I get home, yeah. and then a, about you know two-thirds before I go to bed or at nighttime, and then when I get home, maybe a third. How much TH, uh, CBD is in that milliliter? So that's uh, 24%. To like 0.7%. And point, yeah, I think 1.2% or something, yeah, uh, yeah, the THC. THC. Very minimal. So you get in the Which full... Which it potentiates. It helps yeah, so you get in the full thing. spectrum, and uh, it's just been a game changer. So much that it's even cut down my uh, vaping amount when I take a little bit for energy for working out or a bit of motivation and pain, appetite, and then a little bit of indica before bed. That I've cut down quite a bit because of the CBD. Really? It's just been amazing. So... I'm, I'm very, very excited about sharing that because I think most people have no idea. No. And they think it's always THC. Yeah, of And course. now I just praise Dr. Schechter as well as yourself because education is empowerment. You just need to know what is going to work for you. And I know every single person is different. And now I'm finding it uh, the lowest THC, like a 12% with a nice CBD. I'll put the 24% CBD and it's very, very effective. Less is definitely more. And when Dr. Schechter told me that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people come in and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Even people that have been using cannabis their whole lives. You know, there's some studies that, that talk about uh, the, uh, you know, with opioids, you get this... Um, uh, hyperanalgesic syndrome. So the more opioid or more narcotic you use, the more pain you're in. Uh, that's called hyperanalgesic syndrome. The same thing applies pretty much. It's like this bimodal distribution to when you're using cannabis. Low doses of cannabis seem to be helpful for pain. And, well, you know, and are helpful for pain, but in high doses, it can potentiate and potentially make pain worse. Now, it could be that when you come down, if you, you know, maybe you feel the pain more intensely. But anyways, I totally agree. So what brought you to starting the Cannabis Relief Council and what is it? Well, Cannabis Relief Council is just trying to decide how to enter the industry, whether it be as an investor or as a speaker, as an educator. It's only until December that I've actually been in sort of the mental, physical uh, health where I now feel like I can start going to the uh, conventions and start connecting and meeting people. It was that bad. You couldn't walk. It was challenged, yeah, whereas if I'd go to the shows, but I wasn't able to connect and communicate effectively because my eyes would squint up and I would be just really? literally walking around with a cane. And, you know, when you're about 15 at that time, maybe 18 pounds underweight, it's still quite a bit of lack of weight for me. Certainly. So it really challenged me and be able to focus at that time. I think, oh, i got to become a sales rep for a, an LP. But as I enter and start to learn more about the industry, and this is uh, my first foray into it other than going to the conventions and i'm glad i saved myself for you because i had a couple opportunities to do other types of podcasts and it just didn't feel right yeah this i was already a fan of yours anyway thank and you then when i, I met tyler I no it's so important because you know because of you i've been going back to vaping 
because I didn't find a good response with the initial vape, probably because I didn't buy a, the good one two years ago. But now, because of your constant, um, when you're at the Canna, the the Canna Canna crawl, crawl retreat, and it sounded like it was torrential rain. And it was torrential. There were so many cool people there. I'm yeah. listening, and you're going, hey, I'm a doctor now. It's okay, I know, but vape, vape, I know. vape. And I I'm would. going, that's it. And I said to my wife, I said, honey, you're hiding the vape in the drawer. Get that vape. Get the vape out. Why all of a sudden? I go, because I'm seeing Dr. Irek, for God's sake. <laughs> so it's, a, you know. Good. Yay. You never, you know, change, I have a 17-year-old daughter. You always want someone to teach her how to drive because it's someone else telling you. That's right. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of knowledge to impact you in a, in a, a substantial 100%. way. So you've impacted me in quite a. Thank you. Well, bless uh, and, and the entire team. Because it, it's had a great effect, enough for me to, you know, uh, change my schedule to be here during work hours. I, Sorry, I, uh, my boss and really, my partner. Because okay, he's not listening. It's or all, she's not it's, listening it's all about learning and growing and giving back. And you've certainly given back to me in quite a substantial way. Because when you're sitting at home alone at nighttime in pain and you go to your Instagram account, there's so much on there. Melissa, bless you for all your work that can inspire you, educate you at one in the morning. Yeah. Because you're getting empirical evidence from a source that's not Googled going, oh, okay, no, at the end they're trying to sell me weight loss. I don't need weight loss. <laughs> right? No, you don't. You're, you know, first, first I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's funny, I do my work at one in the morning. That's why. <laughs> that's that's right. when I have time to do. Yeah. One till like usually one to two, one, and, one to three, you'll find, usually get my tests texts she knows quite well what are you doing right now awake um but i uh, but i i appreciate that i but i do think you know you're you said you were 54 i'll be 55 in december yeah so you need to and this is why these are the connections that we that 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 i like to make and i think that we need to make to make change in the world because you look amazing for 54 turning 55 thank you so you much you know there are so many people out there that don't realize that physical activity is what changes things like you have to stay physically fit you have to stay physically active. even if you're fit you just have to stay physically active and if cannabis can help you do that like you're like a shining example of that well then let me be quite honest and thank you so very much for that compliment i've actually started probably since i was 17 smoking consistently yeah. um switched to vape recently thank you do that thank you doctor thank you. we okay. have the vape, vape product will be coming out soon at 1-800 <laughs> so i was Tokyo. surrounded by a lot of alcohol seeing a lot of uh uh, you know, back in that generation, yeah. everyone, dinner parties, your parents, everything was drinking and smoking. And so, and I never really felt comfortable with it. So right away, I was sort of a hippie at that, uh, at that age, which was just at the end of the, the 60s, being born in 1963. And I've always felt guilty about I it. Cause born I was born in the wrong. I, well, I put a belt generation. on at 17 in, in martial arts and I'm thinking nobody here smokes. So I had to go in hiding in a sense, which is a shame because I wanted to educate people to don't right. drink, yes. don't smoke. Cannabis is not a bad product, but of course the stigma, the Cheech and Chong and all the things that I was a part of as a, a youth put me in, a, in, in the closet. Yeah. And then- Stoner culture. Yeah. And <clears throat> I believed I was a pothead. And then as I yeah. got my medical I just cannabis, which I was fighting with my 27 year old doctor <laughs> for many years saying, doc, you know me. You say I have ADHD and all these, you want to put me on these different pills. I believe 
cannabis can have a major effect. And that's what did he say? Or she, she said, well, I can't, I'm, you know, not able to do that. Then obviously everything had changed when I was in that pain. It still didn't happen that quickly. And then bang, all of a sudden I was at Dr. Schechter's the next Monday. So things had changed and that was just a little, uh, almost three years ago. Wow. You've been with Dr. Schechter since 2015. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, just wow. at the end. Good so for you. It, it's it's changed my life, and uh, it's uh, something that the Cannabis Relief Council is about developing and defining my brand as an individual, can, as a patient. Can I tell you what I think would be really freaking amazing? So <clears throat> you have a whole generation, <laughs> right? Start. I didn't swear. I said freaking amazing. What what I'd like to see, and what I I mean, I you know I'm a promoter of health and wellness all the time, but what I'd love to see is somebody taking control of the generation of 50 and above and helping them get physically active and being out there as a spokesperson for that whole generation. You're just sort of on the cusp of the baby boomer generation just at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that generation was never physical activity wasn't fully promoted you know it, it, i mean it was the end of wartime pretty much it was yeah. you know your parents not you personally no. but your parents just come out of wars they you know there was a lot there was go work 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 physical i mean we're, we're super lucky to live in the time that we live in now even though there's a lot of war and devastation in the world we have a lot more knowledge than than we did back then and we have evidence-based medicine and we have evidence-based mm -hmm. solutions for a lot of things and uh one of those things being physical activity but we're in a time where we can you really have the ability especially in social media like you're doing to make that change and show people and really like take sedentary people over the age of 50 and getting them physically active i say this and mom i hope you're not going to get pissed at me but <clears throat> and dad i mean they try to be as physically active as possible but they're just not and how do you convince them I certainly, I'm related to them, so I can't convince them of anything. doesn't yeah. matter. I can have MD all day in front of my name, but I'm always wrong. So, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my mom. How can, she's the, truth is, she's the doctor. I'm just, you know, I just, I think I got my, my doctor's credentials from her. So, um, but point being that there, you, you, we need somebody out there for that, to make change and empower people in of that generation to become physically active and if they can't because of pain which a lot of people have over the age of 50 that cannabis is a good alternative to get them to the point of being active it's not the answer it's it's one it's it's one of the means to get to the end which is activity and i think you would be great in like if brand that how do we brand that We're, That's together? exactly, and that is my focal point. And, uh, and thank you for all, all the, the, the compliments and the opportunity to be here and discuss this because that's exactly what, for 37 years, I've, I used to say I've helped people live, trying to share what has worked for me, mind, body, and soul. So my goal was never to train martial artists or meditators. It was to empower people, to give them the, the color palette that they could paint using finger paint, or they could paint a Monet. The See, point is, let yeah. them, under their own guidance, under their own focus, get what they want out of life, but at least get them thinking about training mentally, physically. Every day I say you should be emptying your cup, mind, body, and soul. You, you don't take a teacup the next day and just add it. There's a little bit left over. You scrub it out. So it's this is point. where it's movement 
will help clear things empty out. Empty the cup every day. Empty the cup every Wash day. Wash it you out every night. You change your oil, you take better care of your car. So what I've always done is no matter what, I will decompress my spine by stretching, a bit of yoga. I do mindfulness, even if it's only for two minutes. What do you minutes. do for mindfulness? If you, so what's a place to start? You're over, one is over 50. Where do they start? They're in pain. They don't know how to start. Well, to me, in the post you did the other day was awesome. And I was going to say, well, wait till I come tomorrow and I'll give you some advice. But the bottom line is everything starts with a clean palette. So when you start with an idea, you start with an empty piece of paper and you go, okay, I want to plan my work and work my plan. So what meditation or what I call it now, which is people have been calling it forever, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. You wrote a book. I, I, Incredible, I listen right? to him all, yeah. Eckhart I all mean, the time Eckhart Tolle, he wrote a book and about, I don't know, that's what I used to teach since 1999. I've the been Art teaching. of self so I've been teaching, yeah, I've been teaching mindfulness seminars, and it was so cool because he just brought his out. Uh, mine's not mine, self-published, but it was right up the same thing. The last part I say is live in the now, right? So live in the moment. Carpe diem, seize the day. Not many people. Li- I mean, I guess lots yeah. of people listen to Carp, but yeah, uh, but it's applying yeah, it. Carpe amazing. diem, seize the day. Carpe putem, seize the moment. So if you can seize the moment. Which is where eventually I turn all these fancy... Uh, I like Robin Williams. Yeah, all these... Well, I was going to go, good morning, <laughs> Vietnam! Oh, that was from, uh, I always Dead wanted Poets to do Society. that. I, oh, I'm like, awesome, yeah, awesome. Listen, uh, I, thought, I thought that was Robin Williams. And, uh, <laughs> didn't he? Carpe Diem. Yeah, that I thought was that was exactly, exactly. Wasn't that him who wrote that? Yeah. Reminds me of a funny story. Can I tell you a please, funny story? Please. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can even say it. All right, I'm going to say it anyway. It's really funny. We're going to get uh, some quarters out for the my, swear jar. This is going to go no, bad. There's no mom, swearing. hide, mom. So we're, you know, I'm out. Down in, payment. We're out at my friend's cottage in uh, Kelowna. And there's a, we're all a bunch of emerge docs, hugely scientific people. And by the way, my story has to do with me thinking that carpe diem like it's an analogy of carpe diem robin williams just think of those two things okay. while i tell this story um <clears throat> so we're um we're we're at this cottage and uh and we're, we're like and there's like a big yogi there uh who's into um um uh, ayurvedic medicine and deepak chopra and the whole like to do you know and and of course, and like I, I love them all, of course, right? But anyways, it's funny. A whole bunch of scientists were out for dinner one night, and she uh, starts talking, and you know, but you're trying to convince a bunch of scientists that Ayurvedic medicine is real, and it's anyway, it's a whole to do. Tough sell. This it's totally tough sell, and not only is it a tough sell, it's like, and this was before I was into the mindfulness thing, uh, and whatever. It's actually even before it was just as I was starting to do cannabis. It's like 2010. Um, and, uh, and so we're sitting at dinner table and, uh, have eating and whatever. And, uh, she's talking about Deepak Chopra and, and Ayurvedic medicine. And on the other end of the table, she's like, yeah, you know, like Deepak Chopra and whatever. And my buddy on the other side of the table is like, I love Tupac Shakur. You know, like it was like, yeah, man, I know Tupac. You know, it was just the funniest thing. It was, I, you probably had to be there to see like this interaction. She's trying to talk about <laughs> that would be Deepak awesome. Chopra. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm there. I'm with Tupac. I, you know, it was just a funny moment. You had to be there. Sorry. To I love it. Let's fast forward to Dr. Ira taking his mom to the sea. Deepak Chopra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, why does uh, De- why does Deepak have a grill? Uh, yeah. Oh, it was, <laughs> oh, I thought you I said Tupac. Right. <clears throat> That's funny. Anyway, it was a really funny. It was a funny moment. We all had a good laugh. Okay. 
So, the so place yeah, going to, back to place to start. Where the place to start is the clean slate. So how do you get people, that? Yeah, a lot of people. When I was in serious pain, I had an opportunity to teach at a wellness center in Barrie. Okay. Well, I said you can't even get up the stairs without a cane. I said, this is a perfect time to teach a wellness seminar because if I can sit there for an hour, I love it. educate and inspire, I said, I hope I do get a really pain, a really bad one where at that time, you know, it would maybe last for 15 seconds and I wasn't as mindful. I was still grasping onto the old me. I would, you know, it would really exaggerate itself. Sure. So um, when I shared it, I realized it was all about pain management whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. Everything from yoga people to there to an OPP detective was there who had lost 100 pounds and his son hadn't. And was, it was just, it was inspiring to me. And I basically came down with keeping it very simple. So I said, we're not teaching meditation. I said, I'm teaching an exercise and we're going to call it stillness. So an example, if... Do you want to? Yeah, I a, would love to as try an example, this. I, I, I had this visualization so of this yeah, would happen. I want everybody sitting so, down. <clears throat> so imagine if you're listening to this Lisa, or you're watching this. Lucas, somebody. The main thing so is you've heard of the uh, keep it simple. So I'm a very bad speller or in my case, a good speller. I'm I, a horrible it's speller. It's keep it simple with one S. In other words, no negativity. It's not keep it simple. Stupid, stupid like gotcha. we grew up with. Just I was like, are there two kiss. S's in stupid? Yeah. Yeah. So let's just keep it simple with one S. Sure. Stay positive. Okay. And what I derived when I was showing, I had people coming to me with cancer and severe pain and um, just a lot of stress. Yep. And <clears throat> I found up to that time when I used to teach a lot of variety of meditations, which we can get into if there's time. So I've studied a lot of variety of meditations for many, many years, over a 20-year period, going to a lot of different temples and different lineages and so on to really understand. And I realized that keeping it simple is better. So a quick idea is when we're sitting here, I want you to sit if you're listening or watching you want to sit and make sure your legs are flat so you don't want to be up on an angle nice and flat where you can set a book on there he's already sleeping over there tyler's already yawning your back should be straight generally or you can be a little bit you don't want to be too relaxed you want to be upright but the main thing is to be comfortable take your right hand put it over your left and the main thing the real key here is to be calm and relaxed use your thumbs as a as a checking point if you're intense like sometimes maybe if you're having a tough day you realize to be more mindful sometimes you're too relaxed if you have a piece of paper it should be gently touching so use that as a gauge hmm. now for a second imagine you're feeling your feet because up to now you probably aren't thinking your feet when's he going to start when's he going to start the meditation your mind's about the future not about the present so true so i want you to imagine you're either a mountain or a tree and you're feeling connected to earth your roots are going into the ground now notice you're starting to be more mindful away from my voice and away from this and away from that just being mindful so now as you f feel the roots going down feel your feet feel the connection to the floor checking your thumbs to make sure they're just gently touching that is stillness now, there was probably about a millisecond there where you had incredible amount of nothingness. That nothingness is everything. Hmm. So the excitement is in, not in necessarily the in-breath, but it's in the middle of the next breath. So one of my instructors always says, Be, pay attention not to the in-breath or the out-breath, 
but it's the space between the breaths, which is nothing. So the key is without being attached to your breathing or to your proper meditation or the noises that are around us, just focusing on proper posture, your canary in the coal mine or your tool for gauging that you're mindful and aware, mm. whether your eyes are closed, if you're hyper, open if you're tired. Keeping it simple is the key. If you can do it for two minutes, you're a genius. And I mean two minutes of non-attachment, of just that neutrality of omnipresence. Nothing. Very, very difficult. People say, oh, uh, I guess you're quite good after all this. I said, no, I have ADHD. I'm Irish. I'm hyper. I'm a go. I'm a doer. Meditation has been incredibly hard for me. The difference is it's quality, not quantity. So I would always tell my students, forget all the fancy meditations. Just before you get out of the car every day, stop for two minutes before you get out and be mindful. But I'm in a, I'm in a rush and I'm late. I go, I didn't say it was going to be easy. Huh. If you did that four times a day for those two minutes, just like they're saying, doctors tell you, 10 minutes of exercise in the morning, 10 minutes at nighttime does have value. It's not negated. 30 there minutes is. at one time, people. Thank you very much. <laughs> well. <clears throat> so... This is a way wow. where hopefully you feel a little more calmer, huh. a little more present, and less is more. Huh. So hopefully you find that quite helpful. The main thing to be is mindful. Mindful in your awareness, mindful in your actions when you're doing, you know, some people um, use gardening as their meditation. So whatever can be to take you out, yeah, which is great, which is... The, I, I want... I hear that with your, your first post. I went back today, and the, the master grower, and he was saying how mindful it is as a healer, if you are home and you're not able to get out, how the plants will give you back That's in what regards... The plant does. Yeah, and this is what excites me about your cannabis retreat because of just how much spirit and mindfulness as a holistic approach, not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually, ecologically, and all these wonderful things. And that's why I am excited about where and how I'm going to eventually monetize what I do, because you're right, people do need that inspiration and motivation, especially over 50. The average age, I think, at the Cannabis Expo, they said is 54 yeah. for the new consumer. Yeah, 54-year-old female and is our average I've age patient. A, yeah, I've helped a lot of people, but they don't have the time and the energy, the money, and the support, especially in conservative areas. I helped one lady through my very devout, born-again Christian. I'm saying that because she's just one who wouldn't, I wouldn't normally think I could talk about cannabis advocacy and, and so on. She's the one actually who noticed when I came up the stairs at the dentist, he goes, you're not even walking right, Mark. You're in serious pain. I go, oh, you know, I'm getting older and I train too much. She goes, that's not right. You shouldn't be. And she's the one, wow. my dentist. So she's very aware. I'll take a picture. She sent me to a lady, 73 years old, double amputee. Nobody would give her the information and support. Really? Through a phone conversation, a little bit of compassion, a little bit of information. I was able to help her discover CBD to help her with some of her situations, anxiety, and pain. And it worked. Problem is, to monetize that is the challenge. So eventually I will find a way to enter the industry as a spokesperson, as an educator, to hopefully empower, inspire, connect. And that's why I'm excited to be here, because you guys have all inspired me and helped <coughs> me connect to 
my true self as opposed to being connected to my pain body, which I was, you know, three years ago. Let me, wow. First of all, I was like, just didn't, I was totally, I've never felt so calm. I don't ever get calm. So I, you don't know what you're going to do yet, but I do because I've already brought you back in my mind to speak with Tyler and we're going to hold seminars here that you're going to give. We've decided, I've decided that, um, and we're going to promote it because even I've done, how many meditation classes have we all done? I don't know. I've, I can't even, I can't even fat. Like, I don't even know how many classes and all this stuff that I've sit on. And nobody's actually just told me that one simple thing. Put your right hand over your left hand and put your thumbs together and that's your gauge. Like I felt more, I, I got more instruction in two seconds than I've ever had outside of doing yoga, of course, which that's amazing. <clears throat> but in med literal meditation, oh, here are people talking to me, oh, feel your body. Dude, you just gave me something that was so practical Thank you so much. that actually made sense to me and that I can actually do. So we're going to bring you back. Tyler, we're like, this has to happen. Uh, like seminars, seminars, okay. the art of self-flexibility. Okay, I change it. It's no longer over 50, 40. I want in. Like anybody can come, fine. But anybody can come. But we're going to do, we'll do a meditation. We'll do it out of Burlington. We have a studio love, in Burlington. Love any and all opportunities. There's a couple other things, like another one that we'll get into next time. It's just, you've seen Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I started teaching about 25 years ago, I was teaching outside of my martial arts club through, uh, uh, I, they brought a knife to a school. My next door neighbor is a school principal. Yeah. She goes, could you come to our school? We're in the middle of nowhere in Wyville. So I went there with my suit and tie. Invited all the, uh, the police, all the, the local churches, very, very small town north of uh, Elmvale. Out of 170 kids, I had 65 show up at the United Church who was offering me the space for free, or percentage of the thing. Did so well, had full classes, there was such a need. And again, I wasn't teaching martial arts as much as mindfulness. Get That's the kids right. moving and grooving to reduce bullying, reduce stress. To inspire them to get your off the couch and a bunch of uh, you're, older you're people, saving all my yeah, money today a bunch of older sure. people came back and said can you teach us some tai chi i go well i don't really know tai chi but i do qigong which is sort of yeah, the healing qigong aspects of it awesome yeah and that's when i started teaching just that one basic movement which is basically raising up the, your hands yeah. and lowering <clears throat> they say you do that in china do 100 times a day you live to you're 110 years old wow very very simple and i've taught it to my mom and a lot of older people because as you get older you start seeing people sort of shuffle shuffle yeah this prevents that through balance coordination and stability but also some minor strength that's the physical you're gonna br you're bringing so it's this things out. like that that people can walk out of a class and benefit right there and there right then and there mark what i want to tell you is that we got to bring you back and we're going to bring you, so you back much. for a seminar on mindfulness um specifically around movement specifically just around what you just did on meditation and uh talking about and, and we'll we'll do it as a medicated class for people so that if they're in pain they can yeah. they can move we could talk about cannabis as well i'm going to bring tyler on i really want to thank you for being here today it was our pleasure and it was my pleasure having you here you're really a massive inspiration for a lot of people out there you're 54 you look like you're not a day over you know 40 fine i have you know, like i'm all gray you know <laughs> 
Ah, uh, anyways, whatever. But you look outstanding. You know, I'm really happy you're able to tell us your story here, and uh, I'm and and the cannabis industry is really, really like like they're very lucky to have somebody like you in in this world uh and and i'm sure you'll make a large impact on it as well uh so thank you for being here today my pleasure uh, thank you doctor my pleasure and we saved a lot of money on swearing thankfully and mom hopefully you're happy with that and uh we drank our kombucha and we're happy. All right. Do you want to? Do you have anything you want to plug? Anybody? Your Instagram? Anything like that? You want to? Well, talk certainly about? You can go to the Cannabis Relief Council. I'm pretty new to all the tech world, but I would assume you Google it would come up. And uh, any input, inspiration, ideas, thoughts, uh, obviously of any opportunity. But I'm really here to connect with this incredible team, and to okay. really start here as my focal point to enter the industry. So uh, all the other offers are going to have to wait. Yes. For Dr. Ira We got him. We got him. I'm here first. Yes. Plus, he knows where I live. And, uh, you know, you you may have a nunchucka, but I'm from America. I got an AK-47. No, I'm kidding. That was a joke. That was a total joke. No guns. Um, And I'm not American. I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, just stay tuned also to, uh, there's obviously a lot more to come from Synergy Health. So I think that... uh, as you develop, I'm excited to actually hear more about too about the insurance. Yeah, yeah, there's insurance coming. And how that coming. can help a lot yeah. more people through education and also Absolutely. support. Because I know we have personally, profit coming out. It's been hard to go through the medical For system sure. because a lot of times you know people that you you know I'm an instructor, so a lot of times you know people would just give you cannabis. That's right. Problem is though, I find it too strong. Yeah, I need I'm that medical, you. and that's where I think I'm excited <laughs> to learn more about how you're helping the people, not just from a community standpoint, but also potentially with empowerment, education, inspiration, i.e. like the insurance opportunity. So It's going to be huge. And there's uh, AHOC, the uh, Alternative Health Association of Canada. It's, um, it's a not-for-profit that's going to be associated with Synergy as well. Uh, and uh, we've got all things going that are going to be great. Once again, everybody, thank you for listening. Check out uh, cannabisretreats.com. Uh, I'll be giving the care certification at it. Shout out to Tintin. I told him I would shout out to him at Barber's Mark. Woo! Fatima, you screwed up my beard. All right. Thanks. Thank you all. <laughs>